0: Each day I saw her, I couldn't wait to see her again I wanted to let her know that she was more than a friend I didn't know just what to do So I was scared I love you She said that she loved me too and then she kissed me <laughs> Welcome to This Could Be Gay, a podcast where we discuss all the gay possibilities of pop culture my name is Anya, I'm your host. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and this week my guest is Eric.
1: Hi everyone, my name is Eric. I use he, him, his pronouns, and I don't know what else to share about myself.
0: <laughs> We've been friends for oh, a long yes. time.
1: Childhood friends. Yes. <laughs> Come from the same little town.
0: Yeah, blocks apart.
1: Blocks apart, literally blocks apart. <laughs> and I'm just been friends for such a long time, to cross state lines. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: <laughs> Beautiful friendship. Um, we'll talk
1: about some of the key aspects of that friendship through supernatural yes.
0: things. <laughs> supernatural. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about supernatural today. So yeah.
1: And Bridgerton, I believe. And Bridgerton, yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go for it.
1: Okay, so um, Supernatural is a show that has fifteen seasons.
0: My God!
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a very long running show. It's one of the longest running TV series in the US, I think.
0: Yeah, it's definitely for that network.
1: Yeah, for sure. The it's the CW. CW, and um, it's basically about two brothers who have daddy issues <laughs> and they hunt monsters. Um, yep. and ghosts and they do exorcisms and all kinds of stuff throughout the U S. Um, I actually started watching that show when I was in, I think early high school or middle school. maybe. Really? Yeah. I started watching with my mom actually, oh. which cause at the time I was closeted, right. um, identify as gay. Um, but so at the time I was closeted and I started watching this with like my Mormon mother. and she is into all things ghost stories hauntings she's like yeah she is in like an amateur ghost hunter (laughs) she will like go on haunted tours and like she has an app that she downloaded onto her phone that's like an emf detector oh and she will go around places looking for ghosts and like hauntings and spirits and like all that stuff she's super into it so this yeah this show was like right up her alley and it was right up my alley at the time because yeah, it was interesting, but Dean was really hot. (laughs) (laughs) So as a very closeted gay boy, um, I was like super into it and I was like, okay, sure. I can have an excuse to watch this because my mom's watching it too. She's really into the storyline. I am too. And other things. (laughs) So we watched it and then I kind of fell off because my mom is also very religious. And once they started getting into more like demons and hell and, like the devil she was just like I don't really like what this is about anymore so we just stopped watching and then I rediscovered it in college with my partner and we started watching it and it became a thing that we did together um and we finished the last season just this past year when it was ending and it was such a long journey but great show I love it. I know a lot of people have mixed feelings, particularly those in the queer community have mixed feelings about the show and oh queer yeah, baiting. We're, we're going
0: to talk about it.
1: That's what we're talking about today. Yeah. But my perspective on it is that this show could be gayer um, because of the character Dean. Yes.
0: <laughs> Mo- mostly. That's like that's
1: the focus. That's going to be the focus of it. And I'm not here to talk about like the person, Jensen Ackles, the actor. I'm not here no. to talk about him. I'm here to talk about this character. Dean Winchester, who is one of the two main brothers, Mm -hmm. um, in the The show, the older brother. And he's kind of like that macho, hyper-masculine guy. He's the one who's like, push down your feelings. Don't talk about them. We'll just get the job done. Mm -hmm. We'll shoot this vampire in the face and we'll (laughs) get all bloody and gross and like, I'll break my leg, but I'll like power through it. And he's just very like (laughs) gritty and like, just... Very, that, like, picture of hyper-masculinity. Yeah,
0: and toxic masculinity. And toxic. A lot of time.
1: In a lot of ways. And that also feeds into why I think this is a very, like, queer character. And could have been, at least for the representation of the show. Mm -hmm. Because they never explicitly talked about his sexuality, his identities. Right. they, They showed him with women having like sex with women, flirting, man. very much to yeah. the ladies' man trope. Um, but there are several things that can be pointed to throughout the show that show that he also has a level of attraction towards men.
0: Yes, he does.
1: Um, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and one of the main things I'll talk about, because I think the turning point in the narrative was the introduction of the angel Castiel. 100%. Who became basically the, the ship... Yes. Of the the story of the show, the sto- of the yeah. show um, which w- became destiel Yes. And so a lot of viewers, particularly the queer viewers, queer viewers saw Dean and Castiel as a couple. Uh, they had a lot of chemistry, and even the show producers and the writers only anticipated the um, character of Castiel to be there for like three episodes. He wasn't supposed to last. Throughout the series.
0: Right. And then the fans loved him so much that they kept bringing him back.
1: Yeah. And he had a lot of chemistry with Dean, with the actor. And so they were just like, let's just keep this going. But they didn't write him necessarily to be like a like a boyfriend or love interest or partner or anything like that. No, But there were a lot of things happening with their relationship that could be read into. Oh, yes. As a very queer relationship. Right. Um, but before Cass... <laughs> There are other things that I'll bring two examples of Dean's attraction towards men in the show. One being the siren episode that I know a lot of people point to. There's a big fandom of the show. Oh, yes. Um, and one of the things is the siren, who, if you know things about the siren mythology, they attract people to their deaths by being very... Um, a lot of it's focused on, like like, sea folklore like, sea sirens, sort of, like, these, I guess, kind of, like, evil mermaids is how they would (laughs) be viewed, who (laughs) just sing to attract sailors to their death. Right. Um, But basically, that's one of the monsters that's the focus of this episode, that they were um, hunting, and it had been posing as, and taking the form as, like, uh, women strippers Mm -hmm. and preying on men in this city. Um, And when Dean and Sam go to hunt and explore, you know, what's killing all these men, um, the siren appears... To Dean, as Nick, an FBI agent, (laughs) who is basically Dean's ideal man.
0: Oh.
1: He's a fan of the same cars as Dean, and Dean loves his car. It's one of his big things as that macho man persona. He loves his car. He calls it his baby. Yeah. He loves the car. They're into the same cars. They're into the same music. They're both very macho, like, get the job done, like, super into, like, solve like fighting crime doing all this stuff like he's an FBI agent and so enter this siren who has taken the form of Dean who is or Dean's ideal mm-hmm. because that's how the siren works right they take the form of what's going to get the person to be their victim and it's a man yes it I is hadn't a thought about man about this episode
0: absolutely like I hadn't thought about it
1: like, for all the other men in that, that episode who die, it takes the form of a woman stripper.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's even a scene, I believe, where they're, like, Dean and Nick are, like, scoping out the strip club, but they're wrapped up in each other's conversation. They're not paying attention to the women.
0: <laughs>
1: like, come on. Gay. Gay. <laughs> so that's one. Yes. And some people might say, like, oh, it's friendship, it's whatever. Like, he was trying to... Sirens are trying to be your friend.
0: No, they're trying to seduce you. They're trying
1: to seduce you so they can kill you. And that's what it was doing. It was taking the form of Dean's ideal. Yes. Man. It was gay. Yes. <laughs> Second one, before cast, is Dr. Sexy. I believe it was before cast, or oh. was it after?
0: Um I can't remember. I get the
1: timelines. There's so many timelines in this. Yeah, series. there is. It's, <laughs> like it's a wild ride. It's hard to keep track after fifteen seasons, but basically there's a soap opera show called Doctor Sexy who features a like hot doctor in a hospital. It's like a cosmetic or like plastic surgeon or something like yeah, that. Something I can't like remember. That. But basically Doctor Sexy is like a show that Dean really likes.
0: Yeah, he loved
1: it. He loved that show. And in the episode, something happens where they basically get put into, like, a TV reality where they are in the show Dr. Sexy. And Dean has this huge, like, quote-unquote, fangirl moment over Dr. Sexy.
0: Yeah, like, full-on crush, like, I'm nervous in front of my crush energy.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's like, come on. (laughs) And, like, I can definitely identify with that because I think for a lot of queer people, with being closeted throughout a lot of, like, the key moments throughout your upbringing and your adolescence, you don't really get to experiment with a lot of those crushes or be vocal or, like, really explore that as much. Mm -hmm. And then when you're an adult, you're reading a lot of young adult fiction. You're watching shows like Love, Victor or something like that. I'm basically just describing myself. (laughs) You're basically, you're watching these shows that are about teenagers and their experience coming to terms with their sexuality, but it's because you weren't able to have that representation and you weren't able to really explore those parts of your identities at that time when you didn't feel safe doing so. Right. And so for Dean, whose father was super macho, very toxic, very abusive in many ways. Yeah. Basically telling him, your feelings don't matter. Your wants and desires don't matter. You have a job to do. And that is to kill these monsters and to protect your brother. Yeah. And like, that's it. Right. And, like, there's no room for what he cares about, what he's interested in. It's just what the dad wanted him to do. So he had no room to explore. So then to see him having these, quote-unquote, fangirling moments over the soap star... Right. That was a man. Mm -hmm. A sexy man. Dr. Sexy. Dean even calls him sexy in the episode. Yeah. It's, like, another layer to his... bisexual... Queer identity, whatever it might be. Right. So all of that was before introducing this character who became a long-standing part of his ship
0: mm-hmm. of
1: Destiel. So then it's just like, come on. Then you get Destiel in there. They're working together. They have a lot of like tense moments, mm-hmm. but and- it's all out of love and like this, this very intense connection that they have.
0: Right. And Castiel is uh, an angel. Mm-hmm. that comes to earth to like help them in their pursuits or whatever and um just ends up becoming basically like the th- the third brother mm-hmm. if you talk to the showrunners yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh nobody does anyway <laughs> so yeah he's he's part of the pack after that
1: mhm yeah he just becomes like becomes like one of the main characters right and uh, so many people gravitated towards that relationship they saw the undertones, they saw that there's a lot more than just this friendship there between those two. They consistently choose each other mm-hmm. over so many other things in their lives. And um, they just never really gave it to us until the last. Oh my God. And this is going to be a spoiler, so yeah, we big probably spoiler. should have a... Well,
0: hold on. Before we do that, there's an episode where Castiel is like, his mind, his mind is being controlled or something. Uh-huh. And he's beating the shit out of Dean. And, like, Dean is almost dead at this point. He's, like, on the ground. And the original script to break Castiel out of it, out of his mind control, was I Love You from Dean. And the the actor that plays Dean was like, no, I can't say that. And so he changed it to We're Family, which BS. is still gay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask me.
1: <laughs> you can be, you know, you can, you have... Familial connections, yes. Marriage, marriage <laughs> becomes a formation of a family yes. in some ways, and then you know he, you know they could have been husbands.
0: Yeah, we could
1: have seen it. They could have been family in that sense.
0: Right, and then the final episode. The
1: final episode where we actually get a love confession from the angel Castiel,
0: and it's right before, right before
1: <laughs> he dies,
0: and the this uh show has a history of doing that, of having a gay character and then killing them off. Um, they did it with um shit, what's her name? Charlie. Charlie. Mm-hmm. Like Charlie was a big, you know, gay energy. Yep, she was. <laughs> she like explicitly on the show mm-hmm. she was gay. And they killed her. Yep. And they killed uh, her twice, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they killed her multiple <laughs> times. It was egregious.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. And then they they would have a lot of, like, side characters. There was that, like, random couple that they hunted with. There was two gay men. They were, like, a partnership. One of them, like, was Latino. Mm -hmm. Um, So they've had these, like, side characters who have been gay in the show. But another issue that a lot of people had was that they would kill off those characters. uh, Charlie being one of them. And then Castiel, the moment that he confesses his love to Dean... Um sacrifices in like himself. the second to last episode, he basically sacrifices himself to save Dean and the world. And so it's just Dean didn't respond in the way that you know he didn't he didn't push it away. He didn't accept it necessarily either.
0: Right. It was a middle ground. It
1: was such a middle ground kind of response to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also there was so much happening in that moment that it was just like I think shock could be a factor. we could interpret it that way, right, just because for Dean, that would probably be one of the the first moments for him where he would actually get that from another man right Whereas explicitly. before explicitly, and so it could have been shock for him. he could have you know but but there was just so much on the line in that moment mm-hmm. there was just so many other things happening, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of gets put in there in the dialogue, it's official. Cass loves Dean, we know it, and then nothing happens after right. that. No kiss, no relationship, no nothing. Um, and that was a big disappointment to yeah. not be able to see that turn into something more because that's what people, so many people had wanted um, for the, so long.
0: Right, and this, the show has this history of queerbaiting specifically with this <coughs> relationship because there's that episode that they're like, yeah, we're doing fan service, service to the fans, when they had the musical mm-hmm. that was, uh, like, at a high school yeah. that was based on the books that are in the Supernatural series, like, as canon, mm-hmm. and um, had Castiel and Dean together there, and it weirded Dean out and, you know, some know, misogy- not misogyny, but homophobic, yeah. like, on the line of homophobia. Yeah.
1: yeah, and then a part of me also is, like, When I started watching the show, I didn't start watching it because of gay representation. That's not what I wanted out of the show when I started watching it. Um, I watched it very for superficial reasons (laughs) in the beginning. Um, But then to, like, have a character kind of brought in, and then to continue the kind of queer bait, it just... I still enjoyed the show. I really sure. did. I like all fifteen seasons of it. Like, however wild they got with their storylines and their <laughs> yeah. plots, like I enjoyed the show.
0: They've died multiple times. They died each. multiple
1: times. Like, I you can't really say, "Oh yeah, this character dies," and it be a spoiler, really, because it's like <laughs> because they're coming back. <laughs> they all died multiple <laughs> times. But um, yeah, it was it was just a show that like I, I enjoyed it for what it was, but I didn't see it as being a very representational show. I don't feel like that's what it was really giving. Right, no. But it could have been. It It could really could have been, and that's the purpose of this podcast. Right. So talk about the things that could have been.
0: Yeah. And there was... Oh, there was that one episode with um, the guy that, like, hits on Dean in the bar. Do you remember that? There's, like, an episode where this guy, like, hits on Dean at a bar, um, and then actually ends up being part of the case that they're working. Okay. And, um... So, Dean meets him first through this thing where he's, like, hitting on him. And it's, like, hitting on him with an agenda to get him to help him or something. Okay. And um, later, he introduces him to Sam, the other brother. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, this is my gay thing. Aaron. <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, my God, it's canon. And it's like, no, it's not. You know, it was just a throwaway line. I don't but, even
1: remember that episode.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll have to find it and show you, but, okay.
1: yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, see, there's so many examples that can be pointed to throughout the show where it's not such a far-fetched idea that Dean isn't straight. Right. So I that's that's what I got. That's my perspective on it. I don't know <laughs> if you have any other comments or nope. things you can point to but like I just feel like full-heartedly Dean was not a straight character. You can't Absolutely tell me he not. was a straight character after right. all the things that we just discussed. Right. And more.
0: Like he was he was ladies man but he was also He's also (laughs) also, gay. He's also also bi.
1: He also, yeah, very much so a bisexual character.
0: Yes, absolutely. All right, so now Bridgerton. So Bridgerton is a Regency era uh, drama that takes place in London. It's about a character named Daphne, who's like the the diamond of society, according to the Queen at the time. And, you know, she's entered society. Her father is dead. And she. (laughs) Sorry. Right?
1: It was just so matter of fact, but yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. And so she need like it's the um the responsibility is on her shoulders to get married to somebody who's of high stature and uh you know that can financially support her family. And so there's a lot of pressure. Um and there's all these side characters, but basically
1: first <laughs> But they don't matter.
0: <laughs> but they don't matter. Who cares? Um first and foremost, her brother her I think he's still older than her isn't he
1: yeah I think out of all the brothers she had like two brothers who were older
0: yeah so he's the one that's close to closer to her um not the oldest but the next one and he uh is totally gay (laughs) we uh get to see him go to this party so he's an artist this is benedict right yeah benedict that's right benedict so benedict is this character and he goes to this party. He gets invited to this party by this like well to do guy when he's looking at some art. He's like, Oh, yeah, I'm an artist. And He's like, Oh, well, come to my art party. Please. Wink. Wink. And so he goes to the art party and it is a straight up like, what's the word? Orgy. orgy. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a straight up orgy. Basically. And um, especially by
1: those time standards. Right.
0: And he, like, all these people are making out with, you know, <laughs> Girl, like women, and walk. It's just happening in every corner have of their this tits place. Out. Yeah, the t- like titties a, are like on display, <laughs> <laughs> and you know some people are painting. Most people are just making out, and he is kind of just blindsided by it all. Kind of just is like, whoa, what is going on here? And then he like opens this door, and he sees these men making out, and it's the guy that invited him to the party, and like two other dudes that are like making out back and forth. I think. And he just doesn't react badly. He's just like, oh, oh, okay. And like shuts the door. And then you can like look, the look on his face is just like, hmm. Oh, hmm. It is
1: stirring within me? <laughs> yeah.
0: I hope this doesn't awaken anything. <laughs> <at me. laughs> so yeah, he's 100% gay in my opinion. I think that they, if there is another season... That they should and probably will, kind of go a little further into that. I don't know how much. I think
1: they should. Yeah, I don't they're know. They're laying how much the they groundwork. Like, come on.
0: They are, but I don't have. I don't, I I lose faith that they're gonna follow through. You know because, that's We've what been happens.
1: Disappointed so many, times so
0: many times, before. countless. Um, but yeah, so he is definitely gay, and uh, we think so. There's another character named Simon. He is. Uh, this guy that he's famous for not being able to be tied down by women. Um, he's like a ladies' man and every he's really cute. And we all, know how
1: we feel about ladies' men.
0: Yes. Y'all know. <laughs> Y'all already know. Um, and so he meets uh, the main character, Daphne, and ends up being her love interest. But the way that they end up, like, spending most of their time together is because Simon and Daphne's older brother, Anthony, are, like, old, old friends from college or whatever.
1: Yeah, from, like, some, like, boys, boys' academy yeah, or boys', boys academy. or something. And yeah, stories that could be told about what happens at those types of schools. <laughs> Case we, in point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we all know. Um.
1: <laughs> this character, secret past.
0: Yes. So we think that, you know, they could have been together just because, um, their chemistry was off the charts when they're together and they're just, yeah, I think that they could have been a care, like a, a couple. And then, um, there is Daphne's little sister, Eloise, who is kind of just on the cusp of becoming like a, a woman, um, like that's available to be married in the, in the city, Um, and, but she's not yet. And she just doesn't, she has all this, um, what, what am I trying to say? (laughs) She She doesn't want it. Yeah. She doesn't want it. She, she wants to go to school. She wants to learn. And, uh, she's got big lesbian energy. If you ask (laughs) me, (laughs) she's just Um. not interested in boys. She only wants to read and hang out with her best friend, Penelope. And so gay. And um, <laughs> and yeah, I just think that it would be so much more um, interesting to let her be lesbian and to see that because we don't, I don't, I don't, I can't think of any like Regency era stuff that has that kind of representation. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be really cool, especially having like this younger character that's on the cusp of you know what she's gonna have to do with her life um i think that would be really cool
1: yeah it's a lot about like societal expectations there's a lot of room for really great commentary Mm -hmm. and yeah i think I, i yeah i don't know tons of examples to point to from like that type of time time piece that would Because the show also made a big splash. Like, lots of people were interested. For a while there, like, all people were talking about was Bridgerton.
0: Right. And, you know, the cool stuff about Bridgerton is that it's very, like, racially diverse. Mm -hmm. And in a way that a lot of people are like, well, it, it wouldn't have been. But the queen of that era was mixed race. She was half black. And so they... You know, have that as part of the show, and then you know, a bunch of different characters are black, and I mean, more care. It it should have been more, in my opinion, but (laughs) (laughs) I just think it always should have been more.
1: Yeah. Always. Going back to uh, like Simon and Anthony. Yes. One thing that I wanted to say was that the like the chemistry is absolutely there, but also like there's a. There's a very extreme level of animosity that Anthony has towards Simon when he starts trying to like court yes. his sister Daphne.
0: That's true.
1: And I'm just like, there's an element of that that yes, it could be viewed as protective brother, absolutely. Because he knows Simon's
0: past. Right, of ladies' man.
1: But it could also be a level of, he knows Simon's past.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I hadn't
1: like, thought about that. Like, it's not just about, like, oh, I know you're a ladies' man. You play around. You wouldn't be a good match for my sister because she wants someone who's, like, more noble, more serious, more committed to her. I wouldn't want her to be with someone. But it's, like, there's levels of his animosity that are, like, very severe. Right. Like, they get in, like, a gunfight.
0: Right. That's right.
1: <laughs> um, he basically is just, like, you, like... They, they, like, fight very, like, physically. Right. And there could be read into it a level of jealousy. Right. A level of, you know, protectiveness. But also, like, they have a history and a past from their school days. Right. That they clearly aren't talking about, but there's clearly something under the surface that could be read as more than he's just the protective brother.
0: Right. He could be jealous, like you said, or he could have seen... um Seen Simon like with other men Mm -hmm. and be like put off by that because you know, Regency era,
1: yeah. And we love seeing ye olden times people getting their ass cheeks clapped. (laughs) (laughs) Please, why couldn't we see more gay shit?
0: Yeah, there was so much uh sexual content. Oh, yeah, and the straights
1: got everything they wanted, everything,
0: yeah. There was some consent issues, but they yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, there's a scene where the um the main character Daphne is trying to prove a point with Simon and basically makes Simon come inside her when he does not want to.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And yeah, huge consent issues there. Yeah. But
1: there was there's just a very lot of complicated, strange things happening in <laughs> that show. Um Absolutely. But yeah, the straights got everything they wanted. Why, yeah. why couldn't there also be more gay sex? <laughs> I mean...
0: And <laughs> just queer content in general. Queer
1: content in general. It doesn't have to just be sex. It could be like people making out, people kissing, courting each other, flirting.
0: Yeah. All
1: the room, like so much room in this show that is very sexually charged.
0: Yeah. Well, and it could have even been... So in the same vein where they brought all these uh char- like black characters in it could and it wasn't a thing in the show nobody batted an eye they could have done the same thing with sexual like mm-hmm. with sexual orientation content it could have just been part of the universe like yeah. you know men are with men women are with women whoever is with whoever it could have been part of it and they didn't make that choice but i think that going forward they could introduce that yeah. I don't have faith that they will, but they could.
1: Yeah, and they, they kind of hinted at the last last part of the season, though, with, like, Benedict talking to the artist who he saw with another man. The, he, like, pulls him aside at another party after that, where, like, everyone in, like, high society is there, and it's not one of those orgy art parties. <laughs> it's, like, one of their, like, regular things that they would do as part of, like, their high society, whatever you want to call it. But he pulls him aside and is, like, basically just, like, asking him, like, what what was all that? What's going on? And the guy is explaining, oh, yeah, like, I have a wife, but she's basically my beard because... And she knows, like, it's not that I'm cheating on her. It's, like, she knows that, like, I can't be with him the way that I want to in Mm -hmm. this society. Right. And so they are laying a lot of this, like, groundwork for, like, it to be one of those forbidden love thingies so I don't know I don't have a lot of faith for it to be a normalized part of the right. culture if there is another season unfortunately but um, it would be refreshing
0: it would um, it because be you that can't tragic, tell me yeah, yeah.
1: Ugh, the whole tragic thing it's just so overdone I just want to see a nice romantic storyline that isn't complicated by sad tragic traumatic, Experiences. Right. You want to see queer joy.
0: Queer joy. 2022 and 2021. Queer joy. And
1: forever. And
0: forever. Onward and upward.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the, there, there's, there's tons of room for it. Yes. And I think that there's many opportunities that it could take within the show to do more queer stuff. And yeah, even if it is that whole like secret of forbidden love aspect, explore that more. Clearly, yes. there's something going on with Benedict and this artist. Mm hmm. I think there's something that's going on with the Simon character and the history that he has. Like, explore that. You're yeah. not you're gonna tell me that someone as fine as that at an all boys school <laughs> never once pounded ass. <laughs> you're gonna tell me that? I'm not gonna believe that. People Absolutely are probably not. throwing their boochies at him.
0: <laughs> I would. Same like come
1: on <laughs> and like it could you could do a whole soundtrack to it because they love taking like modern songs and making yeah. them that era so you mm-hmm. could take like the weekend mm-hmm. i can't feel my face <laughs> and just you know like him pounding ass like in his all boys school like a flashback like come yeah on. come on you're telling me that never happened <laughs> maybe not to that music exactly but it could have happened
0: and i mean if not full on you know, they messed around. Oh, yeah. Handies. Handies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: at the very least, making out.
0: Yeah, at the very feeling least. Feeling each other up. A little bit, yeah.
1: There's a lot of room there. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> so, yes. I then, feel
1: like I've said enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Those are the ways that Bridget Chin could have been gay. Um, yeah, so... You can find us on Instagram at This Could Be Gay. And you can find me on Instagram at Anya Monique. Um, I don't know if you want to. I there.
1: am a very private person, yes. so you can't find me
0: online. <laughs> Do not find me online. <laughs> Do not find me. Do not look me. for me.
1: Don't interact.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Woo. We did it. She kissed me it's me over. She kissed me in a way that I'll be kissed forevermore